I'm late. No, you got here right on time. No, I'm late. It's the late show. Sorry, I'm late. You're too late. <laughs> the wizard is never late. Can I help you? Yeah, I, uh, I'm gonna see the show. But not to come late. You are late. You're late, man. Always late, huh? The hour goes late. You're late. I'm not paying for those. But is he already too late to save his friends? You're too late! And I'm like, dude. <laughs> You're not going from Mary Poppins to a savage killer. <laughs> I would say yes, it lives up to the hype. <laughs> what little hype I had for it, it was pretty damn good. Ever watch Venture Brothers? Not really. Oh, there's a character based on Blade named Jefferson Twilight. Oh, and and he's he, a white he, dude? No, he's a black guy. But oh. he, he's also like Blade and he hunts down, but he exclusively hunts down black vampires. <laughs> Is he racist? No. It's just that's who he hunts. Hmm. Why Why did he just pick black vampires? I, black I, pirate, it, black... I think he gave a reason, but I don't remember because I haven't seen the show in a while. Hmm. Sounds like bullshit to me. <laughs> I think he's a racist vampire hunter. Blade, say what you want, but he was an equal opportunist vampire hunter. Yeah. Wait, no. So he was a black guy who hunted down black vampires? Yeah. Okay. Well, did you did you miss that part where I said he was? No, no, no. I, I just pieced it back together in my head. Sorry. Right. Oh, is this concept like so cut and dry, John? I should just know what it is about. The the fact that I said no, he's a black guy. I yeah, know, I think you should have heard me a minute that part. to piece all the parts together. I did hear it. Okay. I just had to assemble all the thoughts in my brain. All right. Well, we're, we're not, not talking, talking about, about black vampires this today. This today. Today. No. Were there black vampires in Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer Hunter? No, I don't believe so. None? Not not in the book or the movie. Because basically the vampires were using slaves in the South as like easy food. Yeah, but there were black slavers. Well, there were no black vampires. <laughs> so just curious. Yeah. I don't know why you're making the start of the podcast all about race, but You're the one who brought up black vampire hunters. I just remember that bit from fucking Venture Brothers, alright? He said black yellow hunter? Yeah, he, he, he said he hunts blackulas. <laughs> specifically what he said. Okay. So this week we're talking about <laughs> Dracula. <laughs> regular Dracula. Yeah. Oh, um, I shouldn't have said regular Dracula. Just yeah, what? the original Dracula movie. And the 1992 Dracula? 92? 94. Fuck. You want to just start over? No, it is 92. I... Bite me. Oh, oh, the Frankenstein was ninety four. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, I've read the book. Oh, you have. But I have not. Oh, seen... you you audiobooked. It. I audiobooked the book, and you said read. So yeah, we know what kind of person you are now. <laughs> okay, I don't have time to read Dracula. All right. Well, all right. I'm, I'm mowing the lawn or taking a walk. I'm listening to Dracula. All yeah. right. Just that's next time. Say that. That's what I did. Actually, you listened to Dracula. <laughs> So I read Dracula. Um, <laughs> I also have the ebook. I just, I've heard it already. It's like, I don't really want to read it again right now. Yeah, I get that. And I've just watched it twice in a row yesterday. You what? Oh, because you watched, I watched the old both of them. Okay. I was like, you watched it twice? I thought you watched one of them two times. No. Um, so. Which one did you like better? Oh, man. Uh is this actually a hard thought? It is kind of a hard thought. Really? Because both of them have some serious flaws. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, come on. If I mean, we're talking about ease probably, of watching and just I ease of listening. I guess it would probably be the newer one. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. Like even if like you don't like story elements, I had to put on subtitles just because they oh, had yeah, constant had... noise going through the oh, background. Okay. So it wasn't it just sounded like, like ocean was oh, see, in it sounded every like, room. It sounded like they didn't record the audio loud enough. And so they just had to crank it up and post. It had that sort of a noise to me anyways. Well, to be fair, it was pretty short after they even added sound to movies. I think three years before that was when they first did Foley. Well, one was Jazz Singer. Yeah, that was was 27. That was the first movie with Foley. I don't know about recorded dialogue, though. Jazz Singer was the first one with dialogue. I thought that was just the first one with Foley. No. Was it dialogue? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was 27, I'm pretty sure. So, like, five years earlier. Jazz singer. 27, yep. Four years. Come on, 31. 31. I was thinking 32. I'm getting my dates mixed up, all right? (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, anyways, um, there was definite problems to both of them. Uh, Pretty uh, pretty severe. Well, Uh, I mean, okay. I guess guess Bram Stoker's Dracula. Let's talk about the OG first. Okay, so just Dracula. Yeah. That one's just... And every time we talk about new one, it's Bram Stoker's Dracula. Because that's the full title. Yeah. So... And new one is easier to say, even though it's not the newest movie about fucking Dracula. No, I think Dracula 2000's newer. Hmm. Dracula Untold. Yeah, I said Dracula 2000 is newer. I didn't say the newest. Oh, sorry. Okay. Whatever. Anyways... So, original Dracula, Bela Lugosi. Um, it moved along. I will say that for the hour and 15 minutes, we were fucking like, boom, 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 done. Oh, you thought so, huh? Yeah, I actually did. <laughs> considering it was 15 minutes shorter than Free Fire, and I didn't want to blow my brains out at the 30-minute mark on this one. Mm-hmm. I just happened to pause at the 30-minute mark, because Molly, I think, had to go to the bathroom or something. So, I'm like, all right, we'll wait. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, um... Oh boy, lots of shots of Bela Lugosi staring into camera. Lots of the same shot yes. of him doing that, <laughs> yeah. actually. So, realistically, like, three shots of like him doing Like, you even see, it. like, the very, like, little subtle head twitches repeat each time they cut to it. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, not a lot I, of dialogue. I get it. I mean, they're using film, so whatever. It's yeah. cheaper that way, but... <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he didn't talk a lot and spent most of his time staring at people. <laughs> Yeah. Just staring. Yeah. Like, so... Unblinking. Like, I get it. He's a vampire, but still. So, I will say this for the new one, just to tag on this aspect of it. They definitely made it more interesting the way Dracula influences people. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's... And here's what I actually told Molly yesterday, is that I think Bella Lugosi gave a better performance as Dracula in Abbott and Costello Meet Frankenstein oh. than he did in Dracula. Mm. Yeah, because, like... He had more to work with. Wh- who was he with? He was, uh, did... No, it was, uh, R- Reinfeld? What was his name? Re- uh, Renfield. Renfield, okay. Yes. Uh, so he's talking to Renfield, and Renfield turns, and, like, the crucifix just falls out of his shirt or whatever, and yeah. he just goes... <laughs> like for, the, for, for, <laughs> for listeners... For a long time. For... Well, and he does He doesn't same... scream, he doesn't, like, say anything, he just he does... covers his face... Yeah. Like, I well, he did the same thing when. Play. Well, he did the same thing when Van Helsing pulled out the. His quickest reaction in the entire thing was Van, when Van Helsing showed him the mirror, and he like swatted that immediately. Like he barely and it wasn't had that it open. fast either. He barely had it open, and he swatted that thing <laughs> out of his hands. But then, like, uh, he pulls out a crucifix and he stares at it for a moment, and then reacts. Mm-hmm. So part of me is wondering if 
again, because it was on film. Because I also noticed that when he was uh, being introduced to everybody in the uh, the box, uh, not the box, what's the, uh, at the theater. Uh, oh, oh, the, uh, the box, box. Yeah, the box seats. Um, he was being introduced to everybody, and like it would be a shot of that person. They'd be like, oh, and this is Jonathan Harker. Pleasure to meet you, was Jonathan Harker's response. It's like, it's as if like they were just rolling the camera and they just didn't cut it early enough to like time everything. Mm-hmm. So I feel like some of his reactions and the reason they take so long is because, you know, he's just like, he doesn't, he, he wasn't aware of like how long they'd be holding that shot for. So like he does his thing, but he figures, oh, they'll cut this a little earlier when I react. And they just fucking didn't. I think it was like, like, well, there's a lot of old movies that are like that. Even like there's Three Stooges stuff that's like that. Yeah, where stuff hangs for way too long. (laughs) Right. Or like takes too long to get to. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I wonder like what people thought like actual human interaction was like. It's like, oh yeah, I meet someone and I wait three seconds and then I say my name and then I shake their hand. Yeah, well, then... (laughs) Maybe it's hard to tell frame by frame. Yeah, it's probably an editing thing. It's like... You know, I guess like, that's what not, made a good, a really fucking good editor in the day was yeah, like because they had oh, to like the hands about to come out. All right, yeah. just bump it over. So you'd really frames. think you could like pull, you know, like there's the shot of uh, Eisen, Eisen, uh, Eisenstein, Eisenstein, Eisenstein. Uh, looking at the looking at the the footage, and you know, you could probably see it's like that's where his hand starts to move. I'm gonna cut just be- the frame just before that. Yeah, I know. But when I'm on Premiere and I'm just using JKL to f- rewind, fast forward, pause, and I just tap it. Uh, that's the frame I want. Yeah. And I can see it on a big ass fucking screen, clear as day. Yeah. That's a lot, it's easier, a lot easier than going frame by frame on a piece of 35 millimeter film. That's true. Whenever 35 millimeter was invented, I don't know what they had originally. I don't know. I don't know. They shot this on a Super 8, you think? Mm-mm. <laughs> I mean, though both movies did this, um, as since I've read the book. So, in the book, as far as I can recall, and I also looked it up on Wikipedia just to make sure I wasn't like misremembering it. Mm-hmm. Renfield had no association with Dracula until Dracula got to London. Oh, really? Like he was just a crazy guy, mm-hmm. and then Dracula got there and he went crazier because like Dracula's around, right? But I actually really liked in both movies. That he went to Dracula first. And that's what made him crazy. And that's what made him crazy. I think that helps with the association with Dracula. And maybe that's by... Again, I only listened to it once. I haven't reread it. Mm-hmm. So maybe by implication you're already... Reread it. Yeah. It's <laughs> still implying you did read it. No. You yes. haven't read it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but by implication in the book, potentially it's supposed to be like he's he was did what Jonathan Harker does. Because mm-hmm. in the book, as they do in, in the newer movie, Jonathan Harker's the one who goes to Dracula mm-hmm. to sell him Carfax Abbey. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking Carfax, sorry. <laughs> Check the Carfax. I was thinking the Carfax. <laughs> um, he should have gotten the Carfax for Carfax Abbey. That wouldn't help. He would know what its history was. Not. It's not a car. It's mm. an abbey. Um... But, you know, and I, I liked that they did that. I thought that helped with the association there mm-hmm. to, get, to make Renfield make more sense as, like, the person. Right. Um, I even like the way they did it, actually, in the newer one, where it was just implied that he had been there to set up the deal first and yeah. lost his fucking well, mind. Well, yeah, no, that that's why I, I liked the way they did that for both movies. Well, yeah, but in the 
Rich OG, he just goes there he's, and then he comes he, he over plays, with Dracula. He plays the Jonathan Harker role in the original one. Yeah. Um No, but yeah, I do feel like this one like it cuts so much stuff out. Like from the just OG. the original one. Like you watching like uh the newer one, like there's so much stuff like Lucy's dying and everything, and Lucy being like uh we good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just realized that I switched the channels that were on, so you're on channel one and I'm on channel two. It nice. weirded me out. All right. <laughs> um, like, Lucy's entire, like, association with Dracula and then death. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just like... And, like, she's already on a slab and they're like, oh, we did a bunch of transfusions and we couldn't save her. Oh, she's dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Like, I actually... I, I, I said to Molly, too, it's like, that was... Weirdly enough, and I don't maybe it's the way it was written, but in the book I really liked the bit where they were doing the transfusions and like that desperate attempt to save uh Lucy. Yeah. Um but like they skipped all that. Uh Van Helsing was just already in London. Mm-hmm. Um he immediately just knows it's a, a vampire. Um which I actually think he does in the book as well. I think or at least he comes with a suspicion that it might be a vampire. Um um, but just like, it was just like, boom, boom, boom. And now we're done. And Dracula killed everybody off screen. Yeah. Dracula was killed off screen. Well, I mean, part of that would have also been with like the fucking, uh, what was it? The code or whatever. The, uh, yeah, the movie the, code. Uh, the, the Haze code. Haze code. I think it was I mean, they probably code. couldn't have been too graphic anyway. Yeah, but. And then also, and he's also a demon, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, um, I wonder what the longest run time for a movie was at this point in time. I mean, an hour and 15, that's a long time to ask people to sit through who haven't been having movies for very fucking long. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think Birth of a Nation was like a three-hour movie. Yes, it was. But that, I think, came out a little after this. I don't think it was... I think it was mid-30s was Birth of a Nation. I'm pretty sure that was a silent film that they added score to. I think it was way early on. Ooh, you know what? You might be right. I'm trying to remember. But yeah, Birth of a Nation. Uh, Atonement was even longer, though. Uh, yeah, that's 1915 there, pal. And yeah, wow. three hours long. I need to relearn my fucking <laughs> film history. Uh, look up Atonement, though, because I think that one's even longer. I think it's called Atonement. I'm probably fucking that up, too. Oh, 2007. The old Jesus Christ. Okay, it's probably not called Atonement. Give me just a second. I'll find it. Because it's by the same person who did birth the the birth of a nation. Oh, okay. Well, I can just look up birth of a nation then. I can't remember that guy's name. I can't either. Uh, oh, D.W. Griffith. And I took a lot of fucking film history, and I can't remember. Like, I'm getting all my dates wrong. <laughs> Intolerance is the movie I was thinking oh, of. Intolerance. I thought I could have... a year sw- later. I could have swore I read somewhere that Intolerance was, like, damn near four hours long. It's three hours 30. Oh, well, Which not Which is according 20 to... minutes longer than Birth of a Nation. I was going to say, not according to fucking IMDb, where it's two hours 43 minutes. What the fuck? Would they release a second cut of it? <laughs> uh, that actually might be the case. So let me, uh... Hey, it doubled its money. That's pretty good. Oh, oh no, 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 it halved its money. <laughs> Not as I, good. I mixed them up. Huh. 
Yeah, yeah, I never watched Intolerance. I haven't watched either of them. Yeah, neither have I. I mean, I've seen clips from them and stuff, but, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, not too bad. 6.4 out of 10. Good for you, D.W. Griffith. Yeah. Making the... <laughs> Making the racist go, films. I was going to say the <laughs> Go KKK film. Good, good, good on you, I guess. Yeah, have you seen Black Klansman? I have. Yeah. I like the part where they're all watching it and just, like, losing their shit. Yeah, like it was, like, a fucking... Football game? Yeah. It was like... The, the if i didn't already hate like kkk like aryan people first i definitely hated them after watching that fucking scene because i hate anyone who fucking talks during a movie let alone applauds screams at the fucking camera or the screen so you have extra reason to hate uh the racists yes yeah. nice especially that one dude's fat fucking wife yeah Oh, she they was, made her so oh, hateable God. they did she, such a good job making everyone fucking hate her guts which is weird because she also doesn't appear in that book at all oh really yeah like uh like that whole like bombing plot thing mm-hmm. that was just added to the movie oh that's a good plot. Actually, <laughs> yeah i mean reading the book uh it kind of felt more like it was that one i did actually read that one I did not audiobook. I did read uh, Black Klansman by Cover to Ron cover. Stallworth. Yes. <laughs> um, but it definitely felt because, I mean, it was his like memoir of the time. So it it felt like a cop writing a memoir of a time. Right. <laughs> so okay. it didn't feel like somebody who had been a professional author. It was like, here are the facts. Here's what's going on. It's like, yep. That's... And then I did this, and then I did that, and he said this, and then I said that. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying it's one that needs a lot of embellishment or flowery language because it's fucking crazy that that happened, mm-hmm. that a black man infiltrated the KKK. That's pretty neat. So reading the book is like hearing a guy just tell you the story of what happened? Yeah. Okay. It's like it's like if you like sat down with him at dinner, and he's like, so here's what happened and, and he's like, so used to it that he's not like getting silly with it or anything. exactly okay so <laughs> i definitely i i will say i like i like the movie more than the book okay cool but um dracula dracula blackula liked the book more than the movies either of the movies oh i thought you were saying dracula liked black clansman the book better than the movie no i'm saying i we like could the ask book him he's in the next room oh, okay i'm not gonna invite right, him. i was gonna say you could finish the joke oh Speaking of inviting in, uh, in the books, uh, in the book, he does need to be invited in. Right. It doesn't happen in either movie. And how about that bat effect in uh, Dracula 1931? Oh, yeah, on the string? Where, where was, yes. <laughs> that was pretty that good. Was, <laughs> it's pretty solid. Fantastic. When he fucking sticks his head out the window of the carriage and the bat is like in front oh, yeah. of the horses. That was... Or just in the window. (laughs) Or in the window. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Dracula's disguise when he was the carriage driver. Oh, yeah. You could just see that's his face. face. Yeah. It's like, he didn't get to the fucking guest. It's like, didn't you just drive the carriage? Oh, right. I was like, how do you think that was a different person ever? Did you ever see the carriage driver again? How? (laughs) Well, in the, again, in the book, um, Harker kind of realizes that he never sees any like help or anybody else at all in the entire castle. So and Dracula like, has three brides. Why didn't one of them do the carriage driving? Because Dracula takes care of everything by himself. <laughs> Literally, he like he makes the food. He fucking cleans Jonathan Harker's room. He fucking as if help is there, but like Harker caught him doing it basically at oh. one point. Didn't didn't like go in and bust in, but basically it's like. Dracula's running the show, so he pieces together. It's like, so he definitely drove the carriage to bring me here. 
Yeah, I kind of like how uh, Keanu Reeves looks out the window and just sees Dracula crawling down the wall in the new one. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> no. closes the no. windows He back was up. way less concerned than even that amount of noise the entire <laughs> time. He's just like... Hmm. He was more upset that the wolves were making noise. Then looked out the window, saw Dracula climbing down the wall like a spider. He's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Which also happens in the book. He does see Dracula do that. Climbing down a wall? Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, the new I wonder why Dracula bothered doing that. Like, <laughs> you got the stairs, dude. Because that's where his coffin and shit was. So I think it, I imagine it was probably inaccessible other ways to, you know, a security safeguarding thing. If I had to guess. <laughs> I think they just needed it to be looking fucking weird. In the movie, yes. In the book, I mean... And that's I mean that's where his coffin was kept. I know, but he could have like waited until Keanu Reeves like went to bed. He, he was, like two seconds he was later he was out on the tired. Door. All right, Dracula <laughs> had enough of this shit. So tired he was scaling down a wall like Spider Man. Yes. Um. But uh, by the you... way, this this conversation is going to help if you have the movies for reference. You should probably watch these movies. Yeah, because Dracula be and Bronx Lucas. About. Yeah. Uh, Dracula from 1931 starring Bela Lugosi as Dracula and uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992 starring Gary Oldman as Dracula. Do you know that Bela Lugosi actually made an appearance in the Bram Stoker? One. Yeah, he didn't. I was going to say, because he was dead by then. How dead, though? Like, let's see. 40 years? Was it really? Yeah. How old was he? Uh... I don't know, but I think he died in the 50s. Uh, yep, 56. So... Yeah, he was 74. He made a pretty good run. Yeah. So, 36 years dead? Uh, yeah, 36. You guys got a lot of math there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um... That even says where he's buried. He's buried in California. Apparently. That's kind of weird. Did he live in California? He must have. A lot of, a lot of the, like, you know, the... Hollywood stars at that time lived in California. A lot of them still do. Hmm. I, mean, I, I mean, I, Keeps I you close know to that the they work. do, but... At, eh, I guess. I guess flying was harder in the 30s. <laughs> yeah. He should have just taken a ship and a box of dirt like he did in the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who it is. I think it is the director who did The, the Witch. Or the Vavitch, if you prefer the uh, the stylish version. That. Okay, uh, the director of the Vavitch. Um, I believe the next movie he's doing is based on the Voyage of the Demeter, which is the ship that brought Dracula from Transylvania to London, mm. and like as the crew's getting picked off by Dracula. So that's like what his next movie is going to be about. And I actually think that's really interesting. Yeah, that'd be kind of yeah. cool, but. At some point, I feel like it's just going to turn into a whodunit movie. It'll depend. Because how... I mean... Well, I guess I'm I'm probably looking at this a little too logically. But, like, at some point, when even if it got down to two people, wouldn't they just shove his coffin off the boat and be like... All right, oh, they don't know he's on guy. board. They don't they, know he's on board? No, they're hauling boxes of dirt. That's all they know. I guess at some point I'd get rid of everything on the ship until I knew it was just me on the ship. No. <laughs> they didn't, and then they all died. Because mm. Dracula got them. So, do you have anything to say about 1931 Dracula? I've talked a lot. Uh, the sound design was a little rough, but like I, like we said, they only had four years to get it to that point. So. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I get... It's basically what I expect out of a movie that came out in 31. Yeah. So I I guess I really don't have anything to complain about. Uh, it... Like it wasn't, wasn't a fan. awful. <laughs> I don't think it was awful. It wasn't awful, like in the context of its time. But yeah. I wouldn't go out of my way to ever watch it again. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I've seen it now. Right, I'm good. I can chalk that one off. But uh, I mean, yeah, it was a fine movie. I, I like you notice a lot of uh, references. Like when you watch that movie, you start picking up on things that have referenced it that you didn't realize before. You're like, oh, yeah. that's why. That was done in this and that. Exactly. Like, uh, I can't. I, a lot of it was cartoons for me. <laughs> I noticed like some of the stuff they had done, but I can't remember what ones anymore. Um. Yeah, shit. I'm trying to think. Well, nothing happens. Nope. <laughs> the little hamster up. The, I am dead from the neck up. To quote Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> By the way, have you seen any of the Ed, Ed and Eddie sound effects memes? Maybe. Oh my god. Okay. Um, there's. We'll we'll come back to it oh. after after the podcast. Okay. Fine. For the listeners out there, when you're done listening to the podcast, go to YouTube and type in um, Ed Ed Nettie SFX Deadpool or SFX King Kong or SFX Dragon Ball Z. I think I've seen stuff like that where they just put in like the weird Ed Ned Ed Ed Nettie sound effects into scenes. It's so good. <laughs> I think it's I've seen stuff like that. so good, John. King Kong, they do the scene where King Kong fights three T-Rexes. Okay. And they actually use dialogue for um, Ed is King Kong. And okay. then Eddie is the voice of Naomi Watts. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the T-Rexes don't have voices, but mm. um, one of them is Sarah. <laughs> because Eddie has lines where he says, Shut up, Sarah! <laughs> so they name one Sarah. The other one is... Uh, Ed names the other two because there was just a time where he said two female names in the show, so they used it. All right. Oh, it's really good. I really like watching them over and over again. We will check them out. All right, fine. Um, okay, so let's move on to the new one. So, so I mean, you said it had, like, major, like, issues. I mean, like, I, there was stuff where it was like, ah, that's kind of lame. But, like, what, what would you have I called major issues? I had a lot of problems with this one. Really? Did you? Yes. Okay, wait, wait. Did you like it? It was fine. It's fine? Okay. It was fine. Um, for one, the entire fucking Dracula's entire motivation does not exist in the book. And I fucking thought it was stupid. What are you saying? His, like, obsession with Mina as, like, the resurrection of, like, his wife from when he was alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't happen in the book, and I hated it in the movie. Oh, I didn't mind it. Yeah, I didn't like it that. It made sense to me. I mean, it makes sense in the context of the film, but that's got nothing to do with like i felt it was completely unnecessary i didn't like it at all personally so wait wait, what's his motivation in the book to hunt and to kill and to like like be a vampire like the whole like dracula's thing in the book is just the reason he's leaving transylvania for london is for new hunting ground right okay so like and basically he starts with the people jonathan harker knows because he knows that because he's aware of them mm. so he'll kind of work his way that way and so he starts with like lucy westenra and then uh uh basically only gets to mina after that and then that's when everybody's like because lucy somehow surrounded herself with those three guys who do all appear in the movie um mm. uh 
Yeah, that John was a Seward. weird dynamic, by the way. I John Seward, <laughs> Quincy Morris, and uh, Arthur Holmwood. That they're all like willing to help each other, but are all trying to fuck the same girl. That's pretty weird. It w- it was weird in the book too. <laughs> um, no, that was actually my least favorite part of the book because the way the book is laid out is like journals and like like audio recordings from people. It's like it, it, like they did in the, in the new movie where it's like you know it's like it's diary off that way anyway. Yeah, and it's like somebody's diary and they're and they've got entries and stuff like that. Um, Lucy has chunks of the book before she gets killed. Um, and it was just like straight pride and prejudice. It was like, like she's gushing about how she was proposed to by three men today and like how she's going to get married and it's going to be wonderful. And, oh, she feels so bad for Mina not being able to see Jonathan. And I'm just like, oh my God, I want to listen to Dracula. I want to listen to vampires killing people and then getting killed. I don't want fucking pride and prejudice in the middle of dracula yeah and so that was my least favorite part of the book and they put that shit in the movie not really they did very somewhat, little very little and well, i'm yeah, glad just for that. to lay just to establish lay the all ground. the characters yeah i get that but i'd it, say they did the bare minimum to establish those yes. characters also because that's why it felt extra weird <laughs> that they were there at all yeah because like they were all friends like ahead of like beforehand like in i believe in the book like they all knew each other they were all friends anyways yeah they all just wanted the same woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, she and went with the guy with the most. the same woman. Yeah. And she went when she went with the guy with the most money because mm-hmm. he's a lord. So. Oh, he was a lord? Yeah. Okay. So he had the most money, so that's who she went with. You know Darth Vader is a lord? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Does he have a lot of money, though? I think he can probably get some money. He could probably <laughs> get a lot of money. I mean, he has a castle. He's got a fucking fortress in space i don't know if it's a castle no no no. he actually has a castle in like the books and stuff in oh. comic books there's a darth vader's castle that is amazing <laughs> um, but um it's made right over like some like sith shit too like some old school sith shit like sith a portal temple. yeah nice um well go ahead i keep interrupting you guys no i was just thinking actually like darth vader's outline would kind of look like dracula because his helmet has like that widow's peak kind of in the middle yeah yeah and he has the cape um and he has a castle yes he does it'd be cool if he feasted on the medichlorians of jedi <laughs> what do you think happened to all the young ones <laughs> <laughs> they've got burn holes in their chests and two tiny holes in their necks. <laughs> Oh, and that he has the mask on to keep him from eating everyone. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's why he takes it off at the end while he's dying. He's like, maybe just one more person. <laughs> but then he dies before he can eat Luke. Yeah. You know what? It makes no sense why he would need a respirator, really. I mean... He just does. Yeah, but he was like... When he got like lit on fire from the lava, he yeah. was like, you know, talking, screaming, breathing, just fine. Yeah. And like, oh, let's put a mask on this. He's gross. <laughs> I don't want to look at this thing anymore. Let's just cover it up head to toe. I don't even want to see this thing. Yeah. What did you think about the scene where uh, Jonathan Harker got put into the carriage? Oh, yeah, that was pretty where weird. Like, yeah. Because, like, <laughs> he reached out and by no reason should have been able to reach him and then just reached him and just... Well, you saw how long they made his fingers, right? Yeah. <laughs> just so just, he could, like, hook his jacket and push him in. Well, and his arm kept fucking going, like, longer than it <laughs> like should Like Michael Jordan in uh, Space Jam. Exactly. <laughs> and then he just kind of... I, I backed that up and watched it again, because I'm like, there's no way in hell I just saw that happen. <laughs> and it did. Yeah. I was also, like, waiting to see it, like, look like he took a step, but it looks like he just floated into the carriage. Yeah. 
He does, but he doesn't like grab his coat or anything. He, he just, just like, like puts his hand on him, him in. and then floats <laughs> like him, in, him into like it. little Nicky. So I was I was reading trivia. Apparently, uh, Coppola decided or had the inspiration that like when a being such as a vampire is around, physics doesn't work the same way, which is why like the the drops were coming out of the top of the, like the perfume thing, and the rat was walking on the ceiling. And mm-hmm. the one thing that I really 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 liked about this one though was that his shadow didn't move with him yeah at first i was like they fucked this up well the first time they did it i was like his shadow's not even in sync (laughs) like i thought like they were like gonna do something like they did but then they made it a theme throughout the movie so i was like oh okay Uh i thought they just like did a bad job of it oh where they were just gonna like have him pop up on the other side like that but i thought they were only gonna do it once i like that they did it a bunch yeah to like show like when physics weren't doing the right thing, it was just like Shadow doing it. Like his presence was still in the room. Yeah. It was like, cool. I really liked that. Yeah. Um, and I think Gary Oldman did a fine job. I thought he was really good. I thought he did a really good job. I um, didn't know he could like... Like his voice was really cool as Dracula's voice. Yeah. Like, yeah, he did a really, really good job. And I was actually... I didn't know his voice could get that deep. You know, like watching like Batman and stuff. Yeah, because he definitely has a higher register voice than that right um but throwing it back to an older movie we've watched and i remember reading this and it wasn't until i watched this movie that it made sense uh jemaine clement's character in uh, what we do in the shadows Vlad is love let love the poker was based on gary oldman's portrayal of dracula and the scene where he was in the top hat with the long hair and the glasses on him like he looks just like Vladislav there oh like, like I Vladislav thought he, dressed like that at one point? Oh, not exactly like that, but the, the kind of general, like, f- appearance, like, mm. I could see where the inspiration came from. Right. For Vladislav. Yeah, like his big uh, fat mutton chops that he had, too, coming yeah. down. Those are pretty sick. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you also get the feeling, because I didn't, I didn't think it at first until Molly said something. It felt like it was directed by Tim Burton. Uh, I mean, Especially when Dracula arrived. I I guess so, when you have to do fucking foggy London town in the olden days. I mean, it it, it leans Tim Burton-y just there, because yeah. Tim Burton likes that style in everything. Yeah. He made Gotham look like that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Burton. I think whenever you do something that's old London, it's going to look Tim Burton. And Burton-y. foggy. No, but, like, the bit where, like, with all, like, the quick flashes when Dracula arrives on the ship, and, like, the fucking camera, like rolls into the the abbey or whatever and then rolls back out like dollies in and dollies back out and just like all of it it just felt very tim burtony mm. also tom waits as renfield had like the fucking like i don't know the straight jacket with the arms that were too long well yeah because i mean because it's a straight jacket it. but but then there's parts where like they seemed like excessive like they were way longer than they would ever actually need to be even for a straight jacket um <laughs> I don't know. I, well, that's how probably how he got out of it. They put a too big of one on him, <laughs> and it just it looked Tim Burton. I mean, like I I don't think he like ripped off Tim Burton. I think just it just has naturally it has aesthetic. Yeah, because that is Burton's aesthetic. Yeah, is dark London and gothic. Yeah, yeah. But no, this is a Coppola film, and when right, I saw yeah. that, I'm like, this is fucking Coppola. <laughs> yeah, it definitely didn't feel like Godfather, did it? No. Or Apocalypse Now. I haven't seen Apocalypse Now. That's a good one. That's one with Martin Sheen, right? Yeah. Okay. That's where uh, I love the smell of napalm in the morning comes from. Mm, okay. I saw the intro to that because we watched it in Film and Lit. 
with uh, the end by the doors. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, uh, it, it was kind of weird thinking, like, this is made by the same guy who made Godfather. Did he write Godfather? No, Godfather was a book, wasn't it? It was. But I think him and Mario Puzo, the guy who screenplay wrote, for Godfather. Screenplay, yeah. Okay. Well, and then it made sense when I saw the credits that the screenplay wasn't done by Coppola. I was like, this doesn't have, like, that feel. It doesn't even feel like... Like, for being made, what, 20 years after Godfather was made? When did the first Godfather come out? Something like that. I'm, I'm done guessing dates. <laughs> Hold on, let me look it up. Godfather. Blah. <laughs> Godfather. 72. Oh, exactly 20 years. Got him. All right, so, I mean, for this coming out 20 years later, granted, I know they're doing some supernatural stuff. But, like, just some of, like, the ba- what you would assume would be, like, basic filmmaking didn't mm-hmm. feel as, like, clean as the way it was done in Godfather. Yeah. So it was kind of weird to think that this is directed by him. I don't yeah. know. It, it, it had a, again, I felt it had a very Burton-y vibe where, like, there were, it almost felt like there were, like, pickup shots where they couldn't get Coppola and Burton was just, like, walking by the lot and they're like, hey, Tim, come here. We need you. <laughs> Maybe. Um... But, I mean, I liked the movie. I liked how weird it was. Yeah, and... I, I definitely liked it leaning weird. And at first I was like, these vampires are all very sexual. Yes. And I was like, but I guess it kind of makes sense when, like, if you've, like, renounced God like you have, you're kind of giving in to all sin. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for them to, like, be whatever they're feeling amped up to 10. Yeah. So I was actually, like... Like, at first I was like, this is kind of weird. But then I was like... No, yeah, I like that they've leaned into this. Because yeah. it's a story about a fucking vampire. Go as weird as you want. <laughs> yeah, and like that's that I guess wasn't the issue. I just I didn't like the my biggest gripe again is the uh the thing between Dracula and Mina. Like I that, like that actually. That to me did nothing cuz I mean, it was better that maybe Mina was the one who killed Dracula cuz I think in the book the kill goes to Quincy Morris. Who you the probably Texan? the Texan? Okay, I remember. I, I, I mean, he had the knife, so I, I was... definitely remember him stabbing Dracula with the knife. I don't. He might not have been the one who decapitated Dracula, but like he was definitely the one who you know staked through the heart. But there wasn't a fight with Dracula. They got it pried open, and like like just before sunset, they got him. Well, yeah, because I mean that's how they fucking did it in uh, Thirty One Dracula, also. Yeah, Thirty One Jump Street. Um. Another thing I didn't like mm. is Van Helsing's portrayal in this movie. Because uh, he was funny. Well, he was—he wasn't that funny. I didn't think. Well, he was—he made jokes. He made jokes. <laughs> Whether which or not was he fun. thought they were funny, it was subjective. Which, <laughs> okay, I was okay with some of that because I think he did that some in the book. But he wasn't such a dick about everything. In the book, he was blunt, but he wasn't a dick. Mm. You know, um, and like. Another another thing that I think they really keep screwing up Lucy in the book because I think in the book or in the or movie, in the movie sorry because Lucy for as much as I hated her bits because it was like you know it felt like Pride and Prejudice uh-huh. it was important because you basically watched this person succumb to a vampire right. die and then become a vampire herself uh-huh. um, and in the book. The only thing, uh, Arthur Holmwood is the one who has to kill her, like, drives a stake through her heart, and then, but that's all Van Helsing tells him needs to be done. When he leaves, then Van Helsing cuts her head off, to, so that he, he doesn't have to, 
Hmm. Oh, so he doesn't so, have to see her. Yeah, so he doesn't have to see the extra like desecration of her body, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so like in the movie, Van Helsing's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> off, you know, takes took her head off like right there. Yeah, but I didn't mind that because like he's like a, he is a blunt guy, so yeah. I kind of and he's devoted to science, so I kind of like he's got that little bit of separation between like how you'd feel emotionally and just what needs to be done. Yeah. I just, I felt like in the book, he was more caring. Mm. He was blunt, but he cared enough to want to, like, spare other people's, like, feelings in that sense. I think there's enough people that care about each other in the, in the movie. It's like, yeah. let Van Helsing just be the guy who's like, no, 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 no do it this way. Let's just get Which this Which he mostly was. Right, but I, I like the way he was portrayed in the movie. I thought, I, I liked his character. And, like, he did make jokes, and I was... At first, I was like, "Really, jokes?" But I mean, it's fine. It's yeah. dark humor, so I liked it. Also, um, did you notice he was the priest at the beginning of the movie in the prologue? No, he was like saying that you know she's gonna go to hell because she killed herself. Oh, that was that was him? the that priest was uh, that was Anthony Hopkins. Oh, was it really? Yep. No, I didn't notice. Yeah, that. I saw it. I'm like, is that fucking? St- I, I, uh, Norman Osborn in Spider-Man 1. Oh, Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. I'm like, is that fucking Willem Dafoe? <laughs> and then I like, so I, because, you know, you watch it on Amazon, and you can, like, press up, and it'll, like, show you the cast in the scene. It's like, Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, Anthony Hopkins. Also, fucking Van Helsing can't do magic. What? Van Helsing can't do magic. When did he do magic? When he fucking astral projected himself from, like, behind the fucking gravestone, and then, like, his, he was talking to them at the gate, and, like, they all, like looked like came around the I don't remember exactly what they did oh. they like looked away and looked back and he was gone when he first tells them that it's a vampire and he's like yeah. why would you think there's nothing that you could ever not understand yeah that part uh yeah that was stupid too it, it was kind of weird that was like a weird way to prove it yeah it's like that just proves that maybe you're a vampire yeah <laughs> like <laughs> fucking kill you right yeah exactly like okay so what's your point you're the bad one like that doesn't show us that there's a vampire in town other than you're in town and doing weird shit. How Maybe do we know you didn't just do that? Yep. Yeah, that I guess that is pretty weird. <laughs> I thought it was weird in the movie, but I was like, I just kind of went along with it. I was like, yeah, all right, they believe now. Whatever. Yeah. Um, Maybe next week we should watch Van Helsing, the movie. I'd like that. Hugh Jackman. I'd, you know what I want to watch now after watching this was Dracula Untold. Because <laughs> like with the whole thing with like the reincarnated Mina, which is kind of a ripoff of Mummy Returns... Um, they do that a lot. Returns ripped it off. The whole reincarnation, but it's the same exact fucking person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they do that a lot, and, you yeah. know, especially for like bad guys who's or or well, I Ancient guess or, bad guys who need motivation in the present time. Yeah, and then this person doesn't fucking know who they are. <laughs> they yeah, just but, happen to look exactly like them. Yeah, but both times they kind of pick up on it. They're like, yeah. I guess I could I could be led to believe that I loved they, you once. <laughs> they do that in the What We Do in the Shadows TV show. One oh, of the characters they? has a, a lover who's like been killed, like has been like decapitated numerous times throughout history. But they always reconnect every time they come. Uh, the guy comes back to life. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, sorry. Um, but what I was gonna say was sorry. with the no, um, with the Mina relationship. I like that because I they like 
alluded to that in Dracula Untold, like mm. it was going to get a sequel because Dracula lives through. Have you seen that? No, but I figured Dracula lives through Dracula Untold. So, okay, yeah. And um, then at the very end, it cuts to present time, London, and he's walking around and he sees like his wife, but a present version of her, and he mm. goes following her. And then also, like, the guy who gave Dracula his vampire powers follow him. And he's like, and so it begins. Who, uh... Ominous. Who plays Dracula in that? Uh, it's Luke Evans. Okay. Bard the Bowman. Yeah. No, I was gonna say, because I thought it was the guy who played Harry Sturgis in, uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, who is the vampire who trains Abe Lincoln Mm. to hunt vampires. Mm -hmm. But it's not. Harry Sturgis. uh, We've talked about him before. What What else has he done? No, that's the character's name. Oh, but what has that actor done? We've he was about... in uh, Captain America, uh, First Avenger. He played uh, Tony Stark's dad, Howard Stark. Oh, okay. In First that Avenger. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, Dracula Untold was supposed to be part of the Dark Universe, wasn't it? It was that and the Mummy and, uh, yeah. What, I, Frankenstein? Was Probably that I, Frankenstein. Part of it? I don't know. <laughs> I never saw I, Frankenstein. I didn't either, but I know. Didn't that have well, Harvey Two-Face in it? Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, the mummy was supposed to kickstart the whole thing, but I imagine they would just take Dracula Untold and fold it in. Wait, but wait, the mummy being Tom Cruise's mummy? The Tom Cruise's the mummy, yeah. That one came out after Dracula Untold. I know. What I'm saying is, because the mummy was supposed to kickstart the whole thing. Oh. And I imagine they were supposed to then tie in Dracula Untold, but then the mummy bombed, and so that all scrapped. Okay. Because Russell Crowe plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in that movie. In the mummy? Yeah. They have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in The yeah, Mummy? Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, but I was just surprised yeah. that they went that route. I haven't seen it, so... I haven't either. Okay. I just know of that. That's fucking weird. Yeah, because they wanted to do the Dark Universe and then have, like, fucking, I don't know, Universal I, Monsters Avengers. I think they should just leave the Dark Universe to Evan Costello. They did a pretty good job of it. They did a really good job of it. <laughs> Let and them meet Frankenstein, Wolfman, and Dracula in the same movie, and then Invisible Man in the next movie. Yeah. Did they meet Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? I don't think so. I don't think they'd met the mummy either, but... I was pretty sure they met a mummy. Yeah, they do meet a mummy. I've they meet the invisible man. And they meet a mummy. I've seen that one. Oh, Because there's on. some funny shit with a snake. Yeah, I may... Am I... I know there's fucking Three Stooges ones, I think, where they that happens, but I can't remember if it happened Costello. Maybe. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't remember it, if I've seen it. Hmm. Is that when Costello Invisible Man? Is that the boxing one? Yes. It, okay, okay. Because for some reason that... With that one, I mix up Three Stooges and Abbott and Costello, where I think they have curly boxing and the Invisible yeah. Man's helping him. No, yeah. No, that, that's Abbott and Costello. Okay, yeah, yeah. But at the end of Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein, they meet the Invisible Man then, and it's Vincent Price. Oh, really? Yeah. Because, like, they're, they're, like, rowing away in a boat, and then, like, the Invisible Man's, like, talk, talks to them because he's sitting in the boat with them, and he, like, lights a cigarette. Uh-huh, okay. And then that's they cool. jump out and run, like, swim away. <laughs> And it's Vincent. It's like a perfect Three Stooges ending too. Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would also would not object to watching Abbott Costello meet Frankenstein for this, but yeah, you know, mm. we've both seen. We've we've already seen it, so yeah, I guess. It's been a long time since I've seen it though. Um. Oh, but yeah, that's all I was saying was uh, like. At first, when I saw this movie, I was like, oh, they tied it in to Dracula Untold. And I was like, no, retard. Dracula Untold <laughs> stole that from this one. Yep. But I like that they decided to continue with that idea. Hmm. And, like, they did it at the end of the movie, where it wasn't his, like, driving force. But, like, that did happen in Dracula Untold, where 
uh, the wife killed herself. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he gets ripped shit and goes on another fighting bender. And then a bunch of vampires try to kill him. God, it's been a while since I've seen it. Yeah, see, I didn't see that one. It's a good one. Huh? Yeah. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but I still liked it. I would still watch it a f- couple times. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big fucking point was that I didn't... I, I like the... Uh, that his love for his dead wife was his motivation for the movie. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a... Pr- like... Because, to be honest, old Dracula, where his motivation is just to go hunt more people down, Mm -hmm. he's a fucking retard. He's, sorry, he's a fucking dipshit because he gets himself killed by the first people he tries to hunt in London. So, actually, his motivation, like, I mean, his motivation's fine, but he's not well equipped to fight off four humans. Yeah, see, that's the thing in, uh, again, in the book, is like, if I'm not mistaken, he's still killing people off screen. It's just... The only the only point of view we're seeing are the main characters. Whereas, yeah, in Dracula in nineteen thirty one, I think he kills like two other people off screen because like the doctors are like, oh, this, there's been a series of attacks like this, and that's all we see. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the people on the boat. Yeah, but the only reason they actually win is because they have Van Helsing because he knows how to deal with vampires. Yeah, but you'd think the people in Transylvania would fucking figure it out too at some point. But he and has, they he, all know that there's a vampire who's coming around and getting them. That's why they stay indoors and shut the windows and stuff. Yeah. But and also Dracula's stupid because he doesn't just like be like, all right, I'm gonna stop with these guys. I'm just gonna go smoke some fools over here. Yeah. That's East side. <laughs> yeah. That's why he goes to. That's why he goes to London. I know, but yeah. like, go to a different fucking part of London. Stop well, fucking no, with those people. Okay, so at the beginning of the movie of the new one, when he's like, "Why are you buying all these houses in these locations?" Because different places, right? Yeah. So he can so move around. So he can move around, and so it's like, oh, I'm hunting over here. It's almost daybreak. I'll just pop in here and spend the night. Right. Um, you wonder how they destroy those in the movie in the book, though. They don't do what they do in the movie, where they just smash it apart and threw it on a fire. Okay. Oh. They find them. They pry them open, and they seal uh, like uh, sacrament wafers, like uh, communion wafers. Uh-huh. They seal those into the, and it like purifies the ground. And he can't use them anymore. Mm, that's cool and they basically that's kind of what I thought they were going to do like put crucifixes in all the spots yeah so he I think he ends up like with one that they couldn't find for whatever reason or took <laughs> or he basically beat them to it okay um, and managed to fend them off and that's when he then ran back to Transylvania because mm. he does do that in the book too okay. so like they have to try and chase him back to Transylvania yeah I would say definitely the newer movie like made a lot more sense yes logical wise again like i said the like f- why would he hang out for them to find him yeah like <laughs> like the 1931 just took like it just cut so much stuff it's like yeah, dracula's just here because yeah. like i will say i agree at least he's got some motivation like that makes sense as to why he keeps hanging around like a driving people. force to want to keep going but, otherwise just let yourself burn out on blood but Again, like, and it's also, there's, like, a point of hubris to him, too. Like, I don't, and I think there's some explanation to it. Um, oh, that's, actually, that, that was kind of the weird explanation, is basically when he's born again as a vampire, like, because he's learning all of these things, it's like he's a child again, almost. Because he's, like, even though Dracula's been a fucking vampire for forever, Van Helsing still, 
like describes him as if like he's like a child learning about these things so he doesn't think as clearly uh, and doesn't make as good of decisions because he's like well I'm a vampire I can definitely beat these people so he's got like the hubris and like that where instead of being more conscientious of the fact that he can still die and he should probably try and defend himself better that's kind of like how Van Helsing talks about it in the book hmm. so it's like he, do- he doesn't think things through he doesn't long term plan yeah, but it's kind of hard to just say, like, just to say how a person thinks because they're a vampire. It's like, I, I need to show that, like, exhibited in not a dumb way. <laughs> in not a yeah. way where he just lets himself get iced. Again, the the older one, I think, it, it just, it, it, it makes it more difficult to, like, find Dracula a credible threat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. He's a good dresser, though. Mm-hmm. He dressed suave as hell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That he does. Um, I did think it was kind of like, I, um, no, because, uh, I mean, just some of the times where in the new one, where Dracula would switch from being old to young to really old to like moderately old to young again. Yeah. Like I get like it's kind of based on the amount of blood he's getting, but then sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah. Like, well, for one, at the very end when she stabs him, he just turns young again. Yeah. But for no For reason. not really a reason. Oh, also, big part, big problem I just thought of with this one. Like, why even keep Keanu Reeves alive? Uh, Well, okay, so he wasn't, that was, they don't in the book. Jonathan Harker survives, but, like, basically Dracula leaves one night, you know, to go. And he's just like, I'll leave him for the the bride so they can have something. Mm -hmm. And he knows that that night, like, he, or Dracula, like, is gone that morning. Yeah. And he's like, if I don't escape today, I am going to be dead. And that's when Jonathan Harker escapes. He's like, he manages to escape the same day. Like, they don't, like, fucking keep him alive or anything. Right, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in the movie, why would they? I mean, you could say so he's, like, constantly making blood. Yeah. But, like, chain him up. (laughs) And, like he said, I've escaped a bunch of times and they catch me every fucking time. And then all he has to do to actually get away is slip off a ledge and then into fall water. into the river. Which, uh, weirdly, weird vampire weakness. Running water. Running water? Yes. Not still water? Yeah, they can't cross, uh, if I'm not mistaken. It's some weird rule, but then there's ways they can skirt about it, but they can't cross, like, running they, water. They, like, throw rocks in it to make a dam, then well, they can walk across the dam. They can, like, I think that would work. <laughs> um, but, like, Chop down a tree, walk across the tree. Like, I th- if I'm not mistaken, like, Dracula can't board a boat. Like, he needs to ba- basically, he gets put into the box, and somebody has to carry the box onto the boat. He cannot, f- by his own volition, Uh-oh. get on the boat. But once so, he's on the boat, he's all good? Once he's on the boat, he's okay. But, like, he can't, like, Could he walk onto a boat pl- that's on land, and then he lift the boat and then put it in the water? <laughs> Probably. It's it's the water part that's the problem. Well, so can he run on land and then jump at the boat and then land on the boat, or does like is there like a I'm invisible not, barrier that that's like, the thing? It's like face on. that's the rule, but it's never explained well enough. So he heard that sense. was a rule and then just like I'm not even gonna try that. I believe it. <laughs> Who Maybe. told him the rule? Did he try it once? And he's like ah. No, this is like just like a like folklore vampires thing. Do you know? I don't remember which uh, which folklore vampire it is. Um, but if they uh, come across, like, it might be, I think it might actually be in China. Um, 
where like if they come across like because I let me look it up before I before I miss misspeak. Mm-hmm. Let me. Look I would it hate up. for you to misspeak about China. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a bi- there's billions yeah, of people know. over there that well, are going to kill you. Well, one uh, billion. How many billions are in there's, China? There's a lot of people in China. I know, but that uh, there's seven billion on Earth. So I can I get our podcast. There's multiple billion in China, or what? You want me to get our podcast banned in China? <laughs> what? Oh, oh really... we we do have audience in China. Was it in China? China and Taiwan. There's a few places. I know they're different, it's... but and there you go. You just got us banned from China. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Well, China doesn't rec- <laughs> China does not recognize that Taiwan is a separate state. I was going to go with uh, free Hong Kong, uh, democracy now. Uh. Taiwan. Oh, we don't have China. Okay, so no one in China heard this. That's good. Uh, Taiwan. Two percent in Taiwan. Yeah. So, Taiwan, yeah. not China. Yeah. There's separate okay, states. I didn't see it, so you scrolled really quick, and I thought you were like. No, anyway. I said no China, just Taiwan. We actually got a lot of Asian countries: Indonesia, Japan, uh, India, Asia, for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Um. But I think I've seen this potentially also from China. So, old folklore from Eastern Europe suggests that many vampires suffered from a form of obsessive compulsive disorder, being fascinated with counting. That's Miller why Nosferatu po- turns the lights on and off so many times. Uh, Miller poppy seeds were placed on the ground at the gravesite of a presumed vampire in order to keep the vampire occupied all night counting. That's fucking stupid. That's why the count <laughs> on Sesame Street is a vampire. Hey. That's why. Yeah. I think that's why no, because that's... of the Chinese thing. Not just because there's Count Dracula and what the... They Sesame a... Street's The Count loves to count because of the real life vampire legend. That's stupid. That's why they... I, I get like... That's, that's one line to draw, that... but the way easier line to draw is just that his name is fucking Count. And because it's it works on multiple levels. I know, but like who fucking heard that? Jim... There... Wait, no. Sesame Street, that's... Uh, who made Sesame Street? I think it's Street? still Jim Henson. Is it Jim Henson? Did he do Sesame Street also? I think so. Good on you, Jim Henson. Okay, so... Why the fuck does he know that Chinese ancient legend about vampires? Slash Eastern Europe. Oh, is it Eastern Europe also? Yeah. Alright. Here, let me look up the thing about vampires in water, too. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? Um... Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> uh, let's see... No, that's... What did the Taiwanese do for vampires? I don't, I don't know. That's not what I was looking at. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, both the Greeks and the Chinese state in their myths that vampires cannot cross running water, such as a stream, or salt water, such as an ocean. The vampires could be carried across in a boat or over a bridge and could also cross it at high or low tide. I don't know why you could suddenly cross wait, wait, it higher. So, oh, so they can walk over the bridge, though. They can walk over the bridge. Oh, okay. But, like, if you swim across a river and there's no bridge nearby, you're fucking fine. <laughs> That's good. You can know. get into the middle of the fucking river and be fine. How big of, does the body of water count? Like, Run, it says running water. So, like, a stream? Like a babbling brook? Yeah. Am I good then? Really? Yeah, it's probably. A creek? It's, it's running water. He can't, like, hit the stones and, like, get across. It's running water. In in uh, Dungeons & Dragons, uh, in addition to sunlight, you can use running water. Uh, running water deals acid damage to uh, vampires in Dungeons & Dragons. Hmm. I'm thinking of the Lord of the Rings scene now where she makes the water horses whoosh all the Nazgul away. Yeah. It's like, 
That would really F Dracula up. <laughs> well, I imagine a lot of that, if you, th- if you think about why that sort of uh, uh, folklore thing might occur, is, I mean, you clean your stuff in running water. So it, it's cleaning, and something like a vampire is just pure evil. And, so know. holy water, though. Well, I mean, holy water as well, but I mean... Just this, regular water? I'm then just, why I have holy water? Look, man, I'm just trying to figure out... I know what you're just saying. I'm just, like, thinking about it critically. It's a myth. I can tear it apart. <laughs> so is holy water. <laughs> oh, John. We have a lot of Christian countries that listen to this. United States being one of them. Yeah, and we know, like, everybody from the United States who listens to this. Do we? I mean, there's uh, North Carolina. Do you know anyone in North Carolina? No. New York? I don't think I know anyone in New York. I know someone in Michigan. Families in Michigan. Yeah, it's mostly Wisconsin and Illinois, though. Okay. We know most of the people <laughs> who listen to this podcast. Yeah. Like, also, though, like, where it says, uh, oh, look, everyone who listens to this lives on Earth, by the way. It's fucking stupid. Yeah, why would you have that graphic? <laughs> unless, yeah. unless... Even then, they're intercepting it. But they, I was gonna say, it no, I was gonna say, even if the if the if the ISS had it, maybe. But that's uh, International Space Station. Oh, if that like if somebody there listened to it, but that would be a separate graphic. It should be like Earth and International International Space Station, and that's it. Maybe they're future proofing. Maybe it's like, hey, we're already ready to pick up. Yeah, if, then uh, they won't have to release a two second update. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like. Saudi Arabia, that's 13%. What? Oh, yeah. Indonesia's 4%, and then everything else is 2 and under. But, like... Uh, guten Tag to our German listener. Yeah. But, like... How did that even happen? Like, they just, I, you like, know, randomly come across it? Probably. Like, a recommended? Probably not even a recommended. They probably searched by new. Yeah, but it's gone up. <laughs> What like in Saudi, Saudi Arabia? Arabia has gone up. It... Maybe we've got a fan in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> a couple at least. If it's thirteen percent, we don't have a hundred fans. Okay, that's true, <laughs> but we probably have about eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, this has changed. Estimated audience size six. Woo! <laughs> well, it was higher though, so like I'm confused oh. what that means. Like it changes it like up and down. Week? Like how? What, when's I, the I frequency? Don't yeah, I don't either. <laughs> Anchor, um, tell us. <laughs> Uh, What's our peak over there? This is episodes 15 and 16. Um, Planet of the Apes got seven plays. And then uh, uh, he's got three. Oh, that's Godfather. That got two plays. Nice. All other episodes, 18 plays. Oh, um, oh, and see, this week, God, the next week, Godfather got nine plays. 15 plays for, uh, I honestly forgot he, what, what episode was that? Oh, that's uh, that's uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Honestly, forgot her name was. Oh, Pamela. That's yeah. right. Let's see. Six plays. I mean, we have three hundred and twelve total plays. Yeah. That's, that's pretty. Bad, huh? That's pretty good. <laughs> so you know. Joe Rogan, we're right behind you with yeah. your millions of downloads each week. Yeah. <laughs> we're basically on the same level. Probably. I'll ask him if he wants to come on, though. Do we want to try getting Kevin Smith on again? <laughs> He just got stars on the in front of the Chinese theater. Oh yeah. He also started beef with um the hot ones guys. Did you see that? I saw that. 
Yeah. Like, I like Kevin Smith, and then I saw that. I was like, oh, that's pretty shitty, Kevin Smith. Well, it, basically, from at least from what I understand, Sean Evans was never involved in the decision. So Sean Evans didn't know. Like, basically, some producer told Kevin Smith no. I know. So, But that's still really cunty of Kevin Smith to be like, Hot Ones didn't want us, so I'm going to rip off their thing. And, uh, he made it as a... That he, he did say, Hot Ones didn't want us. They said we weren't good enough, so we're going to do our own thing called yeah. Not Ones. Yeah. That's actually a decent Kevin Smith impression. That was, that was, that was an R.A. Kevin Smith. <laughs> um, but no, I, I feel like he did it in good fun, though. Like, I, don't, I don't think he did it necessarily to be like... But then there was too many ass. rebuttals back and forth, though, for it to have been, just been in good fun. Well, I don't know. I didn't, it didn't bother me at all. Well, it, it didn't bother me a lot, because... I mean, Kevin Smith's going to be on eventually, yeah, especially after doing this. Him. And he may have just done it just to, like, start this beef to, like, get more people talking about his movie. Maybe. Which is fine also. It's entirely possible. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cunty. Oh. Now we're not going to get Kevin Smith. Well, he'd probably appreciate being called a cunt every once in a while. But I'd like Kevin Smith to be on the podcast. I would, too. I'll you, call him a cunt to his face. And I'll, and I'll shake over his and over, over and over again is just... Every time it's like less likely to. Well, I can't call him a fat cunt because he's lost a lot of weight. Good for you, Kevin Smith. Yeah. I'm still working on it. <laughs> no. <sighs> don't worry, John. We weren't going to get we Kevin Smith get on the podcast. <laughs> you don't have to look disappointed. It wasn't going dis- to happen. I am disappointed. <laughs> because I'm telling you now or because <laughs> now you just... Well, see, now you can write it off as being my fault, not our fault. I mean... If it was ever going to be anybody's fault, it was always going to be your fault. I don't know why. Just because. Maybe Kevin Smith doesn't like Jewish people. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> the shock on your face. What? <laughs> not something I'd considered, but I'm going to guess is not accurate. Probably not, no. So. I'm trying to think if he has worked with anyone actually, like, Notably Jewish. He's partners with Ralph Garman, but I don't know if he's Jewish. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. All right, well. Kevin Smith, if you don't got anything going on... Um, We'd love to have you. Yeah, I seen your daughter was just on Halloween Wars. That was pretty cool. The, the pumpkin cake baking show. No. Do you watch that one? No. That's good. It's fun. I don't, I don't have cable. Yeah, but I, I know you guys like watch Hell's Kitchen, though, don't you? Yeah, the ones on, like, fucking Hulu. Well, I don't know. Hell, our fucking Halloween Wars might be on Hulu. Maybe. <laughs> um... Uh, oh, Dracula. Other, <laughs> oh man, the other night uh, Molly and I tried watching that movie Little Monsters with uh, Lupita Nyong'o, where it's about like this kindergarten teacher who's like has a class on a field trip and like zombies attack. Hmm. At least that's how it was advertised. That's not what it's about. Um, it's about like this failing like musician who breaks up with his girlfriend and moves back in with his sister, and then like ends up with the hots for uh, Lupita Nyong'o's character. And, you know, 1989? Nope. Oh. 2019 horror. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's a Hulu exclusive. Oh. 
And uh, we had seen it, and we were like, oh, that seems really interesting. But then uh, the main character is such an unlikable douchebag the entire time. And then, like, Lupita Nyong'o shows up. And I'm just like, we watched, like, 20 minutes of it, and we're like, no, we're not going to watch this. (laughs) He was just so unlikable right off the bat. Mm. That's too bad. Yeah. So... Who was the main character? Uh, oh, was it Josh Gad? No. I fucking hate Josh Gad. He's not coming on the podcast either. He's so annoying. <laughs> I think it was Alexander England. Okay. God, what he was just such a dick constantly. And I'm just like, this guy is... Yeah, he looks like, like a dick with his picture all overexposed. That's a really bad, like... Uh, First image to show up when you well, Google him. All of them are. Gee, how pale are you, dude? God damn. <laughs> Oh, he looks familiar. Apparently he's in The Offspring. Or The Offspring, he's in Offspring. I was going to say the band, The Offspring. Yeah, because, well, if you click on it, Offspring's Alexander England. Oh, yeah. So, I guess that. You you want to know a funny story? When uh, I, saw, I saw The Offspring in concert. Yeah. I, I went with uh, Race and his dad and his brother. And uh, so, one day Race just calls me and says, Hey, do you want to go see? come with me in my dad and brother to see the offspring this weekend i was like oh yeah sure that'd be cool Mm -hmm. and i think at the same time it was around the same time that the orphan was coming out okay and i thought we were gonna go see the movie (laughs) because i got them mixed up in my head so So, (laughs) concert instead yeah well not just a concert it was at a music festival it was a summer fest in milwaukee so what i thought was gonna be like two hours and then back home hanging out turned out to be a whole day of a fucking music festival i was like oh shit I didn't know until we got in the car. <laughs> nice. Was it a good day still? Yeah, or, no, okay. it was an awesome day. We, were you like, damn it? The B-52s were there also. Nice. <laughs> and we got to see, uh, there's a couple other bands. I can't remember their names right now. But yeah, it was really fucking cool. But uh, yeah, I just had no idea I was going to go see the band The Offspring. Also yeah. didn't know who they were until I heard their songs. It's like, oh, okay, I know who The Offspring is. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. Nice. saw them completely by accident. Yeah. You, know, you got to see them. Yeah. So. That's cool. <laughs> but uh, Little Monsters, not a good movie. No? no? No. Josh Gad, not a good actor. I mean, he's probably a good actor. I just don't like the way he acts. Yeah. Like, he's got, like, uh, Will Ferrell disease to the max, where he announces what's happening in a zany way. Yeah. For zaniness. Mm-hmm. It's like... Like, I noticed at first in Frozen, when he's like, oh, I've been impaled. Like, when he's walking, and he hits that icicle, and it just stabs his body while he's still talking, mm. and then he notices it. He does that now in every, like, live-action movie he does, too. He did that in the fucking, uh... The Wedding Ringer, or the Best Man movie with Kevin Hart. Okay. He's bad at it in that. Um, and then he also did it in fucking Beauty and the Beast, the live-action one, where he yeah. plays, uh... Lafu. I almost said little Gaston. No. <laughs> he was uh he played Elder Cunningham in uh Book of Mormon originally. He originated the role of Elder Cunningham. I haven't seen Book of Mormon. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I've heard. I imagine he would have been good in that, but I also haven't watched South Park in a long time. Me neither. South Park. Also not really allowed in China anymore. It's not? No. Hmm. They had an episode that Offended the Chinese government, so they banned it. And then, uh, so the protesters in Hong Kong started playing that episode, apparently. Mm. And uh, they, uh, and 
uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone doubled down and just said, fuck China, basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, I like South Park and stuff, and those guys are funny, and I like the movies they've done, too. Mm. But, like, I don't agree with them with what they've said about, like, Family Guy. Like, they said it's, like, the stupidest show that's ever existed. Everything they've done has not been funny. But they said this, like, ten years ago mm-hmm. while it was still good. Yeah. And actually really fucking popular. Yeah. It's like, I mean, are you going to be that arrogant where you just say it's bad? I mean, yeah. you don't like it, fine, but you are not. You can't say it's bad when it's so absorbed I mean, by everyone. You can say it's bad, but you can also say, that's my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but they it, don't. They just they like, just say it's bad. Well, it's like Martin Scorsese saying that he doesn't like Marvel movies. And then no, 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 that's different when he no, says, no, no. I don't like Marvel movies. That's, that's different. True. But then he also then went on to say, they're just like, and people are up in arms about this one too, though. They're, he's like, they're just like theme parks. It's like, some people are like, hate Martin Scorsese because he doesn't like Marvel movies. Some people are like, haha, stupid Marvel fans. Like, they're not true cinema because Martin Scorsese says so. Most pe- insane people are just like, okay. So <laughs> I, I read one where it was like, yeah, Martin Scorsese called them theme parks, but I fucking like theme parks. <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, that's the thing. Like, I still like Trey Parker and Matt Stone. Yeah. I just think it's fucking arrogant and douchey to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right. Yeah, okay. You're you're the only guys who know what funny is on the face of the earth. Well, it's because they made South Park. Yeah, granted, they are very successful at fucking funny, but yeah, <laughs> to say Family Guy's not funny at all is fucking stupid. You're, yeah, you're fucking wrong. Especially that it's that, never been but, funny. <laughs> like at it at its like peak, like I mean, Family Guy was pretty great at right. its peak. Granted, I don't fucking like it now either. Yeah, and I'm starting to see American Dad go down the same path, and it's kind of bumming me out. <laughs> Well, if you want, if you still want good Seth uh, Seth MacFarlane stuff, apparently the Orville's really good. Yeah, Kate and her parents liked it. Molly Kate's seen it. a couple episodes of it. Molly's but Kate's parents like really loved uh, Star Trek, also. So does Molly like Star Trek? Yeah. She the was, OGs. Yes, hmm. uh, especially Next Generation though. She really likes Next Generation. Uh, did not like Star Trek Discovery, the CBS All Access show. I didn't know about that one. Yeah, she said she absolutely hated it, but she's excited because they're doing a Picard show. Which is, oh, really? Yeah. And Patrick Stewart's coming back to play Picard again. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, so they're going to go old Picard. They're not going to do reboot Picard? Yep. Old Picard. And they've also got like people from the original show. Like from various Star Trek shows. Not the original Star Trek, because they're all way too old now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I can't see William Shatner squeezing his fat ass into a shirt again. Yeah, no. It's like. By Jesus the way, he Kirk. might just be on deathbed right now. I don't know. We yeah. haven't seen him in a few years. Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I see him on the occasional Hupy and Abraham commercial, but I think that was recorded 15 years ago. Yeah. And he hasn't done uh, Priceline Negotiator in a while either. Kaylee Cuoco's yeah. taken that over. Yeah. So, and... But, uh, no, anyways, they've got, uh, <laughs> like, I think somebody from either Deep Space Nine. I think it's Deep Space Nine. Somebody from that one. Um, yeah. They've got uh, Data's back. Oh, Mr. Data? I don't think his Wait. name's Mr. Data. I think his name's just Data. Okay. I I don't know anything about Star Trek other than like what I hear in other stuff referencing Star Trek. Yeah. And I thought they called him Mr. Data in Big Bang Theory. Yeah. He he's yeah. the um He's the Cyber. Like Lawrence something. His name in real life. His actor's name. I can't remember what it's called. Are you thinking of LeVar Burton? No, I was thinking of the guy's name. Maybe it's Bernard something. Something Bernard. Hmm. Hold on. 
Brent Spiner. Brent Spiner. Okay. Who was also the uh, the crazy scientist guy in uh, uh, fucking Independence Day. Oh, was he really? Mm-hmm. He's a creepy looking dude. Ugh. Well, it's because he's a he's a cyborg. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get also the green contacts and the white face. That's also what makes him creepy. Uh, <laughs> Ugh! Look at this version of him. Gross. That's from the new show. <laughs> I know it looks gross though. Ugh. Looks like his cheeks all puffed out. It's weird. Speaking of uh, old people playing old characters, uh, you excited for uh, Terminator Dark Fate? <laughs> no, that looks like a real fucking stinker. I'm, I'm excited for Dark Fate. You're excited for it because it's going to be bad. Is that why you're excited? No, for it? I actually think it's going to be it's going to be fucking way better than Genesis. I think. I don't think it's going to be. I do. I think it's going to be worse than Genesis because of Genesis. I don't. Because it looks like they're like... It looks to me like they're doing the Halloween thing and uh, just like ignoring everything since Terminator 2. But they're still taking ideas from Genesis. Like? Where she's like, why do you care about her? Because I was her. And then they go to a cabin in the woods and fucking Arnie's there. So he was like taking care of the girl of young Sarah Connor. Yeah, but that's not young Sarah Connor. Oh, she's just saying, like, I was in her shoes yes. once? Oh, because the yes. Terminator's trying to kill her? Yeah. Yeah, I still... But still, why would she care? Cause well, she's... then who is she? Who is this girl? I don't know! I haven't seen the fucking movie yet! I'm so used to these trailers, like, Giving just showing everything us away. everything we know anyway. Hey, did you know John Connor was a Terminator? <laughs> why would you fucking show that in a trailer? That movie was garbage anyways, but why would you show John Connor becoming a Terminator in the fucking trailer? Yeah, it would have been cooler to have that shown to us, but I don't think it would have saved the movie. <laughs> oh, no, it wouldn't have, but I would have been like, wow, what a... At least you would have been like, wow, they really tried something here at the end. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, all right, points for trying. But they showed it in the trailer, so I'm like, okay, when's he fucking show up? Well, Terminator 3 was also shitty, too. Terminator 3 sucked. Salvation was okay. Salvation was good. It was Salvation so good. Was I fine. love Salvation. Genesis was, so was good. hot trash. Okay, you know what? I think Genesis the problem was. with all these other... Ter- I know, I know. All these other Terminator movies, other than 1, 2, and Salvation, mm-hmm. I don't think they fully committed to, like, the movie. Like, it felt like they were, like, playing into their own shtick too much. Okay. Where Terminator Salvation, they set a whole new landscape. They This is, had... this is the war with the machines. Right. It was, like, it wasn't, like, poking fun at the idea of, like, we're a Terminator movie. Nah. Okay, which, which I definitely get for T3. T3 Genesis was like that. Genesis, Genesis was I don't way like that. I think Genesis's issue was that it was trying to be too self-referential. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. Th- I don't into its own hype. Okay, but T3. I think the, then the way I was understanding what you were saying, T3 was goofy. Well, both is what I'm saying. I don't. What think I Gen- said in my idea is all encompassing of that. Like it's okay. goofy because it's being self-referential. Whereas I don't. I don't. Don't think- you remember me, Hasta La Vista, baby? Da-da-da. Like, I don't think Genesis was goofy. It was just bad. T3 was goofy. I think it got goofy when it started, like, where Arnie started meeting up with the other T800. The old T800 met up with the T800 that just got to that point in See, time. like, I thought that would have been, that, that, that could have been cool. Like, I think that, that as a concept, could have worked. Mm. It didn't. I think as a concept, it could have, though. I didn't think it could have. But... 
like Terminator Salvation to me felt like it fully committed to being that movie. Yeah. Like it's this dystopian future now. They're not fucking around in the past. It is what it is now, and they're fucking trying to just fix it. Yeah. Or not even fix it. They're just trying to survive. Which is like what the other ones had done in the past, but now it's surviving in what shit you've created. You're not trying to prevent anything anymore. Yeah. You're just trying to get through it now. And it was dark. It was gritty. It wasn't silly. And like when they did lines like, I'll be back or come with me if you want to live, it didn't have like a big pause like, in it. Okay. I will give you that in the trailers for Dark Fate. Thank you. I will 100% give you that one. I'll be back. She says it like a fucking douchebag too. Yeah. I did that. I'm like, okay. Come on. She might as well have winked when she said it. Because obviously somebody's going to say, I'll be back in the movie. Right. But then... And it like, would be, and it's fine if Sarah fit Connor it in says it. well. Fit it better. Like uh, what they did in fucking Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Get your filthy paws off me, you damn dirty ape. Fucking yeah. Malfoy dropping that shit. It's like, all right. Why did you have to say that? Yeah, I was okay with that one. That one sounded dumb to me. That didn't bother me. But that's not what I'm going to say if an ape is fucking attacking me. I'm not going to say, get your damn dirty paws off me, you damn dirty ape. I'm not going to say that if I'm getting attacked by a fucking he wasn't. Well, he wasn't getting attacked at that point. He, like, grabbed at him, and that was it. That's and getting attacked. Then he, well, and then Malfoy, like, I don't know, hosed him or whatever, and then he got, you know, then he killed him. If I'm, if I'm remembering it right. He hosed him, then he got grabbed. Okay. Because that's it's why he got grabbed, because they didn't fucking like him. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, again, it's been a while since I've seen the movie, so. But, no, I will give you the I'll be back line in Terminator Dark Fate. I think the timing is just, it's dumb. Like, I think the way they worked it in there is bad. And the explosion but, looked bad, too. It looked a whole batch of CGI under that no, bridge. That shit, that sort of thing doesn't bother me if it's, like, like... I'll see when the movie comes out. I want to see it. I think it's gonna. I think it's going to be... Better than Genesis, it's not going to be the fucking dumpster fire that Genesis was. I think it's going to be worse. I, I don't. <laughs> I think it's going to be worse because Genesis exists. I think it's going to be better. Be- I think it's going to try and... I think it's playing... It's touching themes that Genesis did, but now because Genesis existed, it's going to make this one look worse. Nope. I disagree. Hmm. Completely disagree. We shall see. You realize... I, I, this is one of the few classic, like, sci-fi action franchises that I've seen every movie of. Really? Yeah. I've seen, because, like, Alien, I've seen Alien and Aliens, mm-hmm. and then I saw Alien Covenant. You've seen Alien vs. Predator, haven't you? Okay, yeah, that too. Um, and then Predator, I've seen Predator, Predators, and The Predator. Mm. Um, I haven't seen Predators, but I've seen Predator, Predator too. And the Predator. I was going to say, you came with us to see the Predator. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Terminator, I've seen T1, T2, T3, Salvation, Genesis, and I'm going to see Dark Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this will be the first one that I don't see. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch it, but like when it comes out on Prime Free, because there's no way they're going to car- charge you money to see that on Prime. So yeah, see, like I... What do you uh, think looks good about it? I just... I think the action's going to be good. I think I think that's going to be a big saving grace for that movie. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, to an extent, all Terminator movies are really kind of silly if you think about it. Like, the, the, the idea is, like, kill a robot from the future. It's like, that's like 50s B-level sci-fi right there. But the way they execute it is done so well. Mm-hmm. that It like, was in Terminator 1 and 2. 
<laughs> which again, salvation where they exist in the world. Which again, I think I, I'm. It feels like Dark Fate is just saying everything after T two non canon. It's T one T two Dark Fate. They're doing what Halloween did, where it was Halloween, then a bunch of sequels, then H two O, and a bunch of sequels, and then Halloween, which is now the only sequel, like official sequel. Well, yeah, that was the whole attempt at Genesis was retconning everything anyway. Yeah, but then that sucked, so now they're like, all right, fuck all that. And which is Genesis, why Sarah Connor is played by uncanonized Salvation also. Well, and which was fucking. Well, here's the thing: T three uncanonized T two. The point, the ending of T two, like the existence of any Terminator movie after T two, invalidates the point of Terminator two. Because the end of Terminator two, they showed that they could change the future. They and changed they did. the future. They just changed the timing of it. Well, they changed the future, but they didn't change their fate. Quote dark fate. Okay, I get that. But the point, like the point at the end of Terminator Two, was that you can change your future. Because every remnant, like the person who would invent Skynet, do- chooses not to after seeing Terminators. Well, he dies. And he dies. <laughs> he chooses not to first, and then dies. Then dies. <laughs> um, and the remaining Terminators are destroyed. The T eight hundred and T one thousand and everything about them are gone except for the memories. Yeah, but the only two people who have memories of them now basically are fucking Sarah Connor and John Connor, and they're not going to fucking make Terminators. Except they kind of have to because otherwise John Connor can't exist. Because <laughs> then you have a paradox. Yeah, well, the whole movie's a fucking paradox. True. Well, I the mean, fact the, first that the first one ever happened anyway is a paradox. That's you know, yeah. Yeah. John Connor's existence is a paradox. Right. But. You know what I want to happen? The only logical Terminator they can movie movie they can make is like you go there, you sit down, you got your popcorn, you got your milk duds, you sprinkle them in the popcorn. The movie comes up, it goes dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun-dun, and then like you just hear this tearing sound, and then the movie goes to static. It's just static for an hour and a half because the John Connor paradox <laughs> fucked up the timeline. <laughs> then you get nothing that's what the movie should be it's the only logical way to do that movie so but yeah I, i'm excited for dark fate you don't play mk11 at all Ooh, you never even owned it nope uh, so i've only played it with uh nick and race yeah because i just grabbed terminator and that and he's pretty good actually yeah yeah is he like jason and mkx uh, he actually does have one of when you do customization one of the skills you can put in there is endoskeleton so when you lose at the end of the second round <laughs> like the skin falls off and you're the skeleton for a little bit that's cool yeah <laughs> um so does he ever eject the, like the little uh power pack in his chest and throw it at you i don't think so he might as an endoskeleton but i i've never done it oh, okay because that, that was one thing i liked in t3 Mm. Where he like says, "Oh yeah, I've got this battery in my chest, by the way," and he changes it out and throws it out the window, and it's a fucking nuclear explosion in the background. Like they lived through it anyway, but it is. I was like, "Well, they're really lucky they didn't go off in that lava refinery when he fucking dunked himself in the dunk tank." Yeah. Or was he a T nine hundred and three? I think it was. He was a T eight hundred for one and two. One and two. Hold on, Terminator three. Terminator three Terminator model. <laughs> TX. Click Terminator character. 
800. I was pretty sure it actually oh, is a different go. model. Yeah. Oh, 850 series. The T3 DVD extras refer to them as an 850 model 101. Okay, and that was the one that had the nuclear bomb chest, actually. Because I don't think he had it as the 800. He did as the 850 series, though. Yeah. Yeah, neat. Yeah. So All Dracula. Right. Yeah, Dracula. Another. Yeah. He'd be really bummed out if he came across the Terminator. He bites into it and chips his tooth on the fucking metal jugular that's in their neck. Yeah. I mean, they still have blood, though. Yeah. They got blood Did on the outside. Did you ever watch uh, the Sarah Connor Chronicles? No. no I didn't either. Uh, Laud did, though. He liked it. Yeah. I probably should. I love, the, again, I love the Terminator series, so. Yeah. I do, too. Just... Genesis was a bummer. I thought Terminator 3 was cool as a kid, and I rewatched it. I was like, oh, that sucked. <laughs> but Terminator 1, 2, and Salvation are my jammy. I mean, 2 is definitely the best one of the entire series. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll give it that just because there is, like, people that don't like Salvation, but I don't understand it because I love it so much. Again, Salvation was okay. It was definitely not one of the worst ones at all. Yeah, and I... Well, I know it wasn't the worst one. <laughs> yeah, that was T for sure. That was actually that was Genesis. Genesis is easily the worst Terminator movie. You think that's worse than three? Yeah, I want to watch three again. I haven't seen it in forever. I don't think I've seen it since I moved to Illinois. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, it's been a while though. <laughs> since two thousand six, and I think it only came out in like two thousand two or three, maybe. Don't know. Oh three. Oh three. Okay. Cool. Yeah, great. It grossed over four hundred thirty-three million. What was the budget? You're not gonna tell me. Release date. Control F. Budget. One eighty-seven point three million, and it made four hundred thirty-three million. Oh, it recouped its budget. Yeah. Okay. Not bad. Yeah. It. Yeah. It's because T two was like sixty good. million at the end of the day. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it probably just did good based off the curtails of T2. Yep. 03, T2 came out in 94 or 92? 91. And then Terminator 1 came out in 85, right? Oh, man, Edward Furlong is not looking great. Yeah, he's a little rough now. How'd that come up? Where... You hovered over his name? Oh, that one, okay. He looks better there than he did in fucking um, Green Hornet. <laughs> he was in Green Hornet? Yeah, he plays the drug dealer when Christoph uh, uh, Waltz kills that guy. He says, no, I just killed my favorite drug dealer. He was very good at his job. Oh, I don't remember that. Telemarketer. I swear to God you picked that up. I thought it's a Terminator. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm like, wow, what a coincidence. My head just gets blown apart and sprays all over you. I'm backed up to a window for the audience. Yeah. <laughs> Though I'm definitely the clearer shot out the window. I'm more centered in the room. That's yeah, true. If I was going to get shot in the head, it would spray all over my comics and Kate's piano. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Dracula. Yeah. What was the first movie I suggested we watch next time? You before didn't. You, you said you wanted to wait. You said you didn't want to. No, 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 no. I had something before you said Dracula Untold. I suggested something else. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Um, 
Please sponsor us. <laughs> I already just had to buy a new battery for my car. You're a little too late. <laughs> O'Reilly, thanks. Um, I think it was a vampire movie, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely a vampire movie. Something with Dracula, maybe? Not Dracula Dead and Loving It. It wasn't Blackula. It was a newer movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Samurai Fool. Movies yeah. with Dracula. Thanks for writing Dracula, not vampires. Because <laughs> Twilight would have come up. God damn it. What did you say? I don't remember. Oh, Van Helsing. Van Helsing, that's what it was. Or Hotel uh, Transylvania. No, I definitely said Van Helsing. Okay, maybe you did. What's Argento's Dracula? 3D? Oh, that came out in 2012? It sure as fuck doesn't look like it. Ugh. Who's that guy? He looks familiar. Is that old Bilbo? Ian Holm? No, it's not. <laughs> Dracula 3D. Argento. Who's Argento? I don't know. Argento. Well, that's Argento, I guess. Maybe the director? We could just do a whole month of just fucking vampire movies. Dario Argento? This guy, Italian film director. Um, he's okay, so he's a big horror film guy. Oh, he did Suspiria. Oh, okay, and Inferno. Okay, I know of him. They say his name in Juno. Because oh. she's into him, because she's quirky. Gotcha. Asia Argento. <laughs> okay. Juno Here. wasn't a bad movie. No, yeah, it was good. So what do we want to do for next week? Uh, do you want to watch Van Helsing? I like Van Helsing. I'd begin to watch Van Helsing. They just did, well, they didn't just do an episode of it, but there's an episode of Van Helsing on how did this get made, so. Oh, really? Yeah. That's a good movie, though. It is a good movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. Like, it's not an Oscar like, winner, but I remember it's a liking good it as movie. a kid. Okay. You should probably listen to that podcast so that you can, like, understand, like. No, I know. Their, also with it though, like Jordan the other day, and I know he likes the movie. And then when he was over like a couple weeks ago, Jordan calling you out, he said like it's his favorite bad movie. It's like, uh -huh. but you don't think it's bad, so don't call it bad. It's not a bad. Yeah, but movie. if he thinks, it's, I mean, he can think it's bad. No, but like, he said before it. that he doesn't think it's bad. And then uh -huh. this most recent time, he said it's his favorite bad movie. I'm like, you're only saying it's your favorite bad movie because other people think it's bad. Jordan, come on the podcast, defend yourself. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he's in town every once in a while, so yeah. yeah. His sister now lives two blocks that way. Nice. Um, do we want to do Van Helsing? I'm done to do Van Helsing. Alright. Well, I've been wanting to do... Voice kind of cracked there. <laughs> I've been wanting to do... You sound like John Travolta in the 70s. <laughs> Saturday Night Fever. Um, I've, I've wanted to watch Lost Boys again. Oh, really? Real bad. And you haven't seen Lost Boys, have yeah, you? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. Damn it. It's because we shouldn't do movies that we've seen. <laughs> and we've both seen Now we Van just want to watch Van Helsing. <laughs> we do. 
I mean, no. Alternatively, and I'll just throw this one out there because it is Halloween season. I've never seen Hocus Pocus. Oh, it's... I hate Hocus Pocus. I don't hate it, but I thought it was dumb. It got hyped up so big. Everyone fucking loves Hocus Pocus. It was dumb. And I hate the fat witch, too. She's annoying. She's a knockoff curly, for sure. For sure. Hold on. I'll look her up real quick. <laughs> this one. Okay. She's just curly. Okay. She even, like, talks like this with her lip pulled to the side. Like, she, she, like, screams and runs around like curly. It's like, is this funny? <laughs> Yeah, I've I've uh, I've never seen it, and we don't have to watch Hocus Pocus. Okay. It sounds like you have no desire to watch Hocus Pocus. I mean, I'll watch because I'm gonna have to watch it with Kate at some point anyway, because <laughs> she loves the movie. And you they don't. just played it on Freeform the other day, but like they bring up captions of like people commenting along the movie with you. So not only do I have to watch it, I have to watch people's pithy jokes come up in the corner, like annotations on YouTube that I can't turn off. God, I hate that. It's so, like I'll be like watching like a two minute video, and like the th like on my phone, you get the little eye icon. I like click it, X out immediately. Like, yeah. Ten seconds later, pops up again. It's like fuck you. <laughs> I am trying to watch this video. Yep. All right, fine. We won't watch Hocus Pocus. We can watch Hocus. No, Pocus. no, 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 no. Let's watch Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Let's watch Hocus Pocus. I didn't mean to talk you into this. I know, but I mean, it'd be a good one to talk about if you haven't seen it. I, it fits the theme of the show. And I would also like someone to shit on it with. Because <laughs> otherwise I just get stuck with Kate and then I like try and shit on it with her and her parents and then her mom's like, it's good. <laughs> she's trying to defend Kate. I don't even think she likes it. I was going to say, does Kate like it? Kate loves it. Molly loves it. Yeah. Sorry, Molly. Sorry, Kate. Boo. It's not that it's so bad. It's just, it was so... Hyped up. Uh, yeah, compared to like, everyone's like, it's a class... It'd be like someone who's never seen Christmas Story watching it for the first time, I yeah. bet. Or Tommy Boy. That's hard to say for Tommy Boy. No. <laughs> There's some things that's like, it's, it's better if you grew up with it. I suppose. Hmm. All right. Uh, well, we're at a, holy shit, we did an hour and a half. Nice. Probably well, we like did talk 45 about... 45 minutes was Dracula. <laughs> I was going to say, we talked about Terminator for like half an hour. <laughs> uh, it's a horror movie. It at least fits the Halloween. The first one was. The first one is. I'll say the second one was, too, because like, the, the second part where one he phases through the metal scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And you see like his like half-skeleton face exposed mm. Arnie later on in the movie. Yeah. That freaked me out. I didn't like that at oh, all. See, that's another thing I like about Dark Fate too. Is it looks like the Terminator who's after them is like a like a T one thousand T eight hundred like hybrid fucking thing. How's he a T eight hundred hybrid? Because he's got the well, he's got the endoskeleton, but then there's like the T one thousand that seems like it's wrapped over the endoskeleton. Because like so there's he's a cybot kind of. Well, there's like the bit where like she throws like the the beam through the truck, and like he it, I think it actually hits the guy, and like some of him like like a like particle like liquid metal thing like goes out onto the hood of the car and like the fucking endoskeleton sitting well in you the see truck. the two of them split up and start running yeah so in that's what trailer, i'm saying is yeah. it looks like it's like i think that's a really interesting concept too it's like fucking i know you you're not at, interested at this point for me it's like when they come up with new pokemon it's like are you not excited for surfetched 
I don't know what that one is. Look up oh, Surfetched. Is that the like, new regions Farfetched? No, it's not a new, it's not a regional Farfetched. Oh. It's an evolution of Farfetched. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> the first thing that came up with <laughs> Sir. A million things come up with Sir, and that's the first thing that came up. Oh. Uh, I don't hate that. What's this version? It's what? Oh, it's just... Yeah, okay. it's, it's the like, it's it's what people thought it was gonna be. I guess, yeah. Actually, it's the, I, I do like this version better than the actual version. This is kind of cool, but I don't hate this. I, I'm, he's, uh, I believe. Oh, Sir, it is still a green onion. That's funny. Yeah, I think Surfetched is uh, only gonna be in Pokemon Sword. No, that makes sense. Well, he is holding a shield though. He's got both, but uh, it's an evolution of Farfetched. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I don't hate this one actually. It doesn't bother me too much. So, well, they're it's doing silly, but it's not as bad as Garbodor, which is literally just a pile of garbage oh, yeah. as a Pokemon. Yeah. Also, they're doing the same thing they did with uh, the Alola region, where there's like the Alolan versions of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. They've got the Galar versions of Pokemon too. Galar, that's the new region. Yeah. When does uh, Shield Shield and Sword come out? Next month, I think. Is it really? Mm. Excuse me. I like how concerned you were that Surfetched was the first thing that popped up with Sir. Well, that's so, uh, there's Sir Ian McKellen, there's Sir Patrick Stewart, there's a million Sirs in the world. Yeah. Surfetched was the first fucking one. It's yes. a Pokemon. Because nerds are on the internet more than anything else. <laughs> Adults don't even know how to pronounce Pokemon. They call it Pokemon. Uh, November 15th. Okay. Literally one month from now. So yeah. it's 10 15. And then Doom Eternal got pushed back. Oh, did it really? To March. What's Pokemon Masters? That sounds fun. It's a mobile game, I think. You could play Pokemon Go again. I don't want to. Pokemon Sleep. Is that where you have to put your old Pokemon to sleep? (laughs) There we go. Oh, man. Uh, I'm not entirely certain what Pokemon Sleep is, but... uh, (laughs) You don't think it's what I said, John? (laughs) I don't. But they announced it by having fucking Snorlaxes show up all over the map in Pokemon Go. Pokemon Uranium? I'm I'm pretty certain that's a bootleg. (laughs) It's an online game. Pokemon Uranium is a fan-made game based on the Pokemon series. All the Pokemon are have deformities. <laughs> they look like they're in Chernobyl. It, the, the region, I was going to say, it's like the Pokemon region is based around like the Fallout zone around Chernobyl. <laughs> it's a horror game. <laughs> it's uh, like, um, what is it? Uh, I think it was in the um, Sapphire and Ruby series when they had a town where ash just falls because you're next to a volcano. <laughs> Just all look like that, though. Ah. All right, cool. All right, so Hocus right, Pocus next week. That's the end of this week's podcast. It's about Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> Promise, we did talk about Dracula. Oh, I did want to... Sorry. Real quick, back to Dracula speaking. I wanted to bring this up earlier, and then we got way off track. All right. Uh, way fucking off track. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, You mentioned how you thought it was like... You didn't really care for Dracula getting like old and young and kind of... Ba- like oh, it was weird, weird moments. Yeah. Did you notice how like Keanu Reeves' hair oh, got yeah. more gray as... the, until it turned black at the very very end after like, Dracula was killed? Not like, even killed. He wasn't dead yet. They just hit him with the sword. Like I was on board with like his experience graying his hair. 
fine. But it looks by like at some point like they were just like fucking like just tons of like just gray like spray, spray paint. Yeah, in it his did hair. look like spray because like underneath it still looked dark and it looked yeah. like it had like a crust of gray on the outside. Yeah, of it. like he was on. The, they were on the train. He was talking to Mina, I think, and it was just like this fake like halloween hair gray yeah i wish like he would have just actually dyed his hair gray or they got a fucking wig i think the wig would have st- looked like what it, it, what he had looked like a wig also i just once i want to count to just go whoa <laughs> just once whoa at some point in the movie by the way he does do bad he's english accent he like there's overacting and then there's underacting and he underacted the shit out of that role. <laughs> it's like he had the script and he was like reading it for the first time and Coppola's like, that's the take we're going to use. Yeah. Though. I was, Sorry, go ahead. I, I, was, I have something I want to say too about Dracula also. <laughs> okay. Uh, back on topic. Yeah. Um, we're going to do another hour. <laughs> we got more material. Sorry, gang. Um. No, apparently, two things I read. Coppola, uh, this is IMDb trivia, so obviously take all this with a grain of salt. Uh, Coppola apparently said that he later on disagreed with his reasoning for casting Keanu Reeves. He just wanted, like, a younger actor who could get the girls, was at least what it said in the the trivia. Mm -hmm. And then Keanu Reeves apparently also later disliked his own performance and basically claimed that he had done a whole bunch of shit like back to back to back and he was like basically wiped by the time he got to this one right and he's like i tried to be like high energy but i had nothing (laughs) is like his his reasoning yeah i'm like but also when i think like victorian londony young guy i wouldn't think keanu reeves at all no and also this was that period of time where Keanu Reeves couldn't act for shit. Well, he could just in the one kind of role he was doing, which was the Bill and Ted, because that's he was true. The same character in Parenthood. Yeah. No. Was this okay. Before or after Speed? I think Speed was ninety four. Okay, so it was before Speed. Speed yeah. is like he did good in Speed, and yeah. it was like he did do a good job at being like dramaticy kind of also. Yeah, but then also you I have think Point when Break he was... is when he started switching. No, that came out in the late eighties, didn't it? Yeah, I think that was. I think that might have been late eighties. Okay. Uh, Catherine Bigelow directed that one, actually. I don't know who that is. She directed uh, Hurt Locker. and uh, Oh, really? And uh, Zero Dark Thirty. That was the first thing I ever knew her from was uh, Hurt Locker. Um, did not realize... 91. It came out... Year before. One year before Dracula. Oh, this was probably one of the movies that he was doing leading up to Dracula. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I could see why this would wear him out. Yeah. A lot of surfing in this. A lot of uh, running, jumping over fences. But yeah, no, there. What I, we, I looked it up yesterday too, and I can't fucking remember. Uh, he was in a uh, uh, Shakespeare movie too, where like it was. I don't remember what Shakespeare. Was it Shakespeare played. in Love or whatever. No, no, no. That movie's fucking garbage. I don't even know what it is. It's it's about Shakespeare writing Romeo and Juliet and oh, like him falling in love with right. Gwyneth okay. Paltrow. It's fucking terrible. Oh, it's, that's right, Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't remember which one. It wasn't Hamlet. I don't think it was Othello. Um, I don't remember what it was, but it was some sh- based on some Shakespeare play. I think it is Hamlet because uh, in Jimmy Neutron, where he does do Hamlet, he like cites Keanu Reeves' performance. Let's look. Much ado about nothing. That's the one. Yeah, uh, apparently he's terrible in that too. Uh, <laughs> How Keanu Reeves made Shakespeare blush. 
by being Does bad. Show his dick in the movie or something. I, I have no idea. <laughs> oh. But uh, yeah, so according to Yahoo Finance, Keanu Reeves doesn't believe in Shakespeare. What? What? On your screen. Oh, doesn't believe in Shakespeare? Like, <laughs> according to Yahoo Finance. Oh no, there's a whole like theory that Shakespeare didn't write his own shit. Oh, well, he's the first thief. Well, it, it's like or either a pseudonym or like, or yeah, had a ghostwriter. Mm-hmm. Some people don't think Shakespeare actually existed, and a bunch of people just attributed plays to Shakespeare. I got a spear you can shake. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, so this was like, but yeah, so Keanu was just awful in this movie. <laughs> he really. <laughs> also, Carrie Elwes, who played uh, uh, Arthur Holmwood. Yeah, love Carrie Elwes. Uh, I was like, his name was at the tip of my tongue, but then there was a shot of him from the side with his mustache, and I'm like. Fucking Jim Carrey. <laughs> I thought he, but then I realized it's because he looked like Jim Carrey in the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer where he's got the mustache. It was a very similar just like silhouette. Mm. And, and like, they're uh, rival dads in Liar Liar. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't seen Liar Liar in a long time. Yeah, neither have I actually. That's like the Jim Carrey movie I've seen the least. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen The Mask probably the most out of any Jim Carrey movie. That one and Ace Ventura 2 for me. When Nature Calls, I like that one better than the first one. Because <laughs> that one's like, they're like, we're not even trying to like be serious about this. Yeah. Um, oh, but uh, what I was going to say about Dracula is, so is it wood steak or is it just fucking anything that with a pointy end? I think it's, I don't remember. I think it just needs to be a like something to pierce the heart. It must be anything to pierce the heart because even in the book, he uses the Bowie knife to kill Dracula. So. Does it really? Okay. Yep. So it must just be anything. I wonder where that wooden steak came from, because they do that in the thirty-one Dracula, mm-hmm. where he says it has to be a wooden steak, and then he breaks part of the coffin off to give him a right good poke. Yeah. Van uh, Helsing. Uh, no, I know who did it. I'm gonna use the Google box to figure out where wooden steak came from. Wooden steak vampire. In Dungeons and Dragons, using a wooden steak on a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled steak wrong, there, buddy. Oh, <laughs> steak. <laughs> Uh, using a stake on a vampire doesn't kill it, it just renders it paralyzed. But you have to do it while it's in its coffin. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, renter's insurance starting at $5 a month. Perfect. God, $5 a month? That's way cheaper than what I pay. Um. were the devil so by using wood which is what Christ was crucified on then you're piercing their hearts with Jesus <laughs> some sort of divine metaphor it relates back to Christianity yeah, why do metaphors kill things that are religious like it's just a metaphor bro yeah <laughs> I don't know man okay. um alright that's fine that, that's the answer I wanted cool alright uh cause in uh, Van Helsing they use a silver stake which yeah. at least that's like oh silver that yeah. they use it for maybe anything. Which is also why drag, which is why vampires can't see the reflection is because mirrors were backed by silver for a long time. Oh, is that really? Yep. I didn't know why it was a thing. Yep. So, so a regular mirror they could look in though. Yeah, theoretically, like mirrors that we have nowadays because they're not silver backed. Like yeah, <laughs> silver back. Backed by silver. <laughs> uh yeah, they should theoretically be able to see their own reflection. Okay. But I also like how in uh, in what we do in the shadows. Uh, they use cameras to be able to see themselves. Oh, like phone cameras? No, like, uh, I think they use, like, a webcam, if I'm not... I, I don't remember. I'm trying to remember 
It's been a while since I've seen the movie. Oh, well, I like that they drew each other to try and figure oh, yeah. out what they looked like. Also, when uh, it pieced it together, that that's why they said Vlad the Poker was based on Gary Oldman's uh, Dracula. Mm-hmm. I said to my mother, I call this look dead, but delicious. <laughs> <laughs> so, alrighty. Yeah, that's, uh, that's it for this week. That's all our Dracula stuff. Unless you can think of something else, Dracula. Blah. All right. Yep. Okay. That's the one to go on. And uh, next week's Hocus Pocus, and maybe we'll talk about Van Helsing. <laughs> Let's just watch it, and then if we fall off a of Hocus Pocus, we can start talking about well, Van Helsing. I'll do my best to remember about Van. I'll watch them both. Yeah, just that's to have what I'm it. saying. Okay. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Don't be late. Yada. Bye, boy.